재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 당신은 중고차를 선택한 것이 아니다 당신이 선택한 건 최초라는 자부심이자 경기 없이 누리는 편리함이며 BMW만의 벽이 다른 책임감 당신은 BMW의 선택을 선택했다 BMW 프리미엄 셀렉션 Time I've heard that little jingle. Uh, this is Korea Escape on TBS EFM 101.3 megahertz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Bit of a 60s cocktail party kind of feeling there. The weekend is nearly upon us, and as we think of leisure and relaxation, travel and tourism come to the forefront of our thoughts. And we think about maybe going on some trips and the best way to do that. So we instituted this little segment called Talking Tourism. And our guest host and professional tourist, Jimin Yoon, is here to talk about latest tourism trends. Hey, Jimin. Hello. I think we're the only show in town that has a professional tourist. You feel <laughs> yes. special? I am special. You are I special. I love that self-esteem. Okay. So... Hallyu tourism, obviously, mm-hmm. that is the the huge magnet that draws in the crowds to Korea. Everybody loves their Hallyu, and they want to get closer to it somehow, right? Yes. So, the the big smash hit lately, mm-hmm. especially over in our neighbor China, is uh, this show Descendants of the Sun, right? Yes, Taeyang-e Huye in Korean. Taeyang-e Huye, and it's. It has been a global hit, and Chinese authorities have warned people over health concerns from watching too much of the series. In the spirit of, like, you're all becoming couch potatoes with this I thing? I guess so. <laughs> health concerns. Yes. And even the President Park Geun-hye has have mentioned that about the drama, hoping this could help spread Korean culture and boost tourism. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. This, is this the Chimek one? No, the Chimek no, one Chimek is one the was... Love from the Star, yes. right? That's, they just had a, a party with like 6,000 people over yeah. in Incheon for that. Everybody's having Chimek. Mm-hmm. So I guess the Chinese government, in its latest warning, um, they're saying, yeah, you guys are watching too much Korean dramas. Not only are you sitting too much on the couch, but you're uh, possibly going to take up their habits, too. You're going to get plastic surgery and buy... Cosmetics and gasp, and mm. of course they are. Mm-hmm. They're coming here in droves, aren't they? Yes. So, what are tourists coming here? Uh, Hallyu style tourists. What are they interested in? Well, recently, as the Descendant of the Sun has been a big hit, there is a large interest in the filming location. The actual film set was built on the site of the old mine at the city of Tebek in Kangwon Province. However, the actual set was torn down after shooting ended last November. Hmm. So, with all these interests, the city of Tebek is planning to rebuild the film set as a tourist destination. But although the like the area had a following plan of reforestation, but they're now like thinking about changing it to have more tourists coming in. Who needs those forests anyway? <laughs> <laughs> we're done shooting, but we're going to rebuild the set anyway. Not to shoot any more episodes, but mm-hmm. just to let you feel as though we're about to shoot something. Yeah, That's so how passionate people are about mm-hmm. getting to the set, that they would be willing to come to a, a mock set, a, mm-hmm. an imitation of the real thing. Okay, so uh, obviously this has uh, sparked sudden interest, and mm-hmm. this is a sort of the flavor of the month, the passion of the moment. 
Why, why do you think this thing could become an actual tourist attraction? But I'm, I'm actually a little concerned about putting too much money on building a permanent film set because with an increased number of online channels where people can easily consume digital digital like, contents, including TV dramas, mm-hmm. the lifespan of each content is getting really short. There are so many dramas to watch, and like, the new drama is coming out every three months, so the trend changes so fast. So you could uh, build, spend a lot of time and money building this thing, and people have already moved on to some yeah. other drama. Mm-hmm. But the, the, what is special about this drama, the, the Descendant of the Sun, is that they, the drama was pre-produced 100% before being on air. So it had bought enough time to go through China's strict deliberation system mm-hmm. and also to have a better quality of Chinese subtitles. Deliberation system. That's a mm-hmm. real fancy word for a censor, isn't it? Yes, censoring. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is also the first drama which was simultaneously broadcasted online in China, which allowed people to watch the series through a legal channel. Okay. So... And these kind of changes in producing and also exporting Korean drama abroad had brought changes in tourism because of the simulcast, mm-hmm. Chinese tourists are coming in in like a real time. So they're coming in right now and there's nothing to see about the drama. So I would suggest uh, rather than building a permanent set, we could build a pop-up film set. I bet you that that makes a whole lot of mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, don't spend quite that much money and make it feel just good enough. You know, it's 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 so interesting to me that uh, people are able to binge watch this show and that the producers of the show didn't think that this might happen. Yeah. You know, I, the Hallyu thing, it's not a brand new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that the producers didn't think, gosh, you know, why don't we leave some artifacts around for the tourism side of things to happen? Yeah, because this kind of trend has been there already be- like, as I mentioned before, the the, my, the drama my, St- my Love from the Start. My Love from the Start. It goes all the way back to like Winter Sonata yeah. and uh, Nami Song. People want to go there. They still <laughs> want to go see where Yun Sama hung out, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah, this is just the latest uh, version of that, I guess. Yeah, and another way to utilize this kind of uh, filming location is that we could use the existing location itself as a filming location. Nami Song could be like the example that way it goes back to mm-hmm. the past. Mm-hmm. And I went to Chinhe last Wednesday. You know, the cherry blossom festival season Ooh, is now up. That sounds that that must be a bit south of here, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very a south. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the the blossoms are just starting to come up from the south. Mm-hmm. How was and, it? And it was really nice. the The festival starts from today, but mm-hmm. I was there last Wednesday, so it was the two days before the opening. Okay. And there's this wooden bridge crossing the stream Yeojacheon, and they are called Romance Bridge because the drama Romance was filmed there in 2002. So, but the bridge is still called the Romance Bridge, but now as like the drama was so big and now it became a proper name for it. Now it's, it's called Romance Bridge in perpetuity now mm-hmm. for, the, for the indefinite future. Yeah. I can imagine that is a huge draw. For- yeah, and similar example could be like Petit Prince in uh, Kapyong, My Love from the Star, and many other dramas were filmed there. Mm. So the location Petit Prince was a tourist attraction, and it has more chances to have like to preserve the film location and to attract more tourists. So I suggest that 
we could use those kind of existing locations for tourists to come and visit and enjoy the like environment where they have seen on the drama. It's almost a no-brainer by now. I'm really surprised this is not part of the sort of holistic planning of the drama itself to mm-hmm. keep some stuff intact for tourists to come to because this has been going on for a long yeah. time. Is Petit Prince real or fictional in the show? Uh, uh, it's it, just a setting. It's like, just a setting, but does mm-hmm. it exist in real life? or? They- yeah, it, it has been there already, but this drama has filmed a, a one scene one from the scene drama there. there. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I want to I wanna go check that out. I've never mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, uh, I would think by now there are so many successful Hallyu-type things, you could almost build a Hallyu theme park mm-hmm. along the lines of, you know, Universal Studios in, in Florida or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could build Hallyu World, you know, yeah. and have lots of little fake sets and things like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're, you, you know, you're welcome, Korea government. You can, uh, you can thank me <laughs> later for those ideas. I would imagine, um, yeah, so what are the snags when uh, you're trying to attract Hallyu tourists? I imagine you have to dot your I's and cross your T's in terms of intellectual property like mm-hmm. copyrights, things like that. Yeah, so it is also an issue which is hard for the local government to take care of because it takes time. When I was working at the Seoul Metropolitan Government, I had a chance to make a Hallyu-themed tour guidebook. Hmm. It included many spots where the drama or music videos were filmed. And at the time, the drama My Love from the Star was really popular. And in order for tourists to imagine the actual scene of the drama, we wanted to put a picture of Kim Soo-hyun from the drama on the actual uh, location. Okay. But to use the single picture from the drama, I had to file three papers signing to have the right to use a paper. Mm-hmm. I had to sign an agreement with three companies, one with the management company of Kim soo and one with the broadcasting company and one with the production company. Wow. So in order to use a single picture, we had to file like three uh, papers. And like for the guidebook, we had like more than 30 pictures. So mm. it becomes like 100 yeah. papers. That's a lot of paperwork. Was mm-hmm. this one of those cutout pictures that people could stand next to and pose? Um, not even that big. It's just like a little picture that's, oh, yeah? that was stuck on the location. Okay, still but, need to go through all the hoops, though. Mm-hmm. So it is quite hard for the local governments to do something by themselves to clear all the obligation for copyrights issues. Mm. And the entertainment companies mostly work based on the personal connections. So agreeing to have portrait rights does not really have a, like a standard, as all the conflicts are based on claiming a complaint or not. So it's quite interesting to know more about the entertainment industry, but it's hard for the local governments to clear all those obligations. I'd really be interested to see, you know, whether this becomes a template for, for future production when, you know, when, when the director and the producer sign a big actor mm-hmm. and they've, they know in their belly that they've got a hit on their hands and they haven't released it yet. I wonder if, you know, in the future they'll proactively contact the mm-hmm. government or the, you know, the planners of the site location yes. and say, look, we want from the ground floor up to establish this as a complete Hallyu mm-hmm. package, even before our show is released. And let's, yeah. let's you know, have it ready. So as soon as the show hits the airwaves, we've got the location that mm-hmm. people can come yeah. to. Makes good sense, doesn't it? Yeah, there are some cases of the local governments funding those kind of dramas before the production. Mm. But for the local government, it's hard because it's risky that this drama is going to 
go like yeah. popular or not. What if it flops, so. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess occasionally even K dramas do flop sometimes, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> well, we mentioned before the model of Universal Studios Florida, or of course Walt Disney World is the ultimate uh, sort of the first mover on taking content and making it a destination. Mm-hmm. Um, any other examples that Korea could model in terms of you know places in the world that have taken content and mm-hmm. turned it into tourism? As you mentioned, the Universal Studios are those are more like a like a theme park sure. for. But I would like to give you an example of New Zealand. New Zealand is known for the movie Lord of the Rings. Of course. And the Hobbiton in Hamilton of the Northern Ireland, it's about an hour and a half away from Oakland. Mm. And I was expected to see the pictures of movie characters, but none was there. Only the film set was there. So it, it felt like a theme park. But Could you I, go in like the little Hobbit residences? It's Well, it's, yeah, I can just like... Uh, move around uh-huh. inside of the village, but it's not that I can go inside the house. Okay. But I can take all the pictures and that. Huh. And they had this Green Dragon Inn, which is from the movie. It's still, it's actually operating. So people can go and eat there and have food from the movie, drink oh, really? beers. Yeah, which was really fun. And what I learned from there is that for visitors, it was, it is not important to see the photos of characters, which we can search online anytime. Sure. It is more about the unique experiences we can have at the place. So like myself being a character of the movie and mm. take some photos there. Mm. So hope this can be helpful for the future Hollydrama film locations, which will be transformed to the tourist attractions yeah. to clear all those kind of obligations for portrait rights and that. Right. And everything down in that uh, New Zealand attraction, I mean, they use camera tricks to make the hobbits look small, but it's all regular sized, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the little locations and things like that. The Green Dragon Inn, that's where the hobbits were dancing on the table, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I heard they used children to be on the background so that they look small. So that they look yeah. small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of things. And film from above so that it looks yeah. like uh, Gandalf is taller and so mm-hmm. on. I love those little uh, hobbit houses around <laughs> New Zealand. Uh, do they have just the Hobbitville in New Zealand or do they have um, like some of the beautiful mountain scenery or any of the other stuff that you saw in the movies? Well, they do have some kind of like locations that is marked as the film location of the Lord of the Ring. Mm-hmm. But and when you go there, there's no signage or anything. Yeah. It's all on, online. So you can just ch- uh, check it online and go find a place by yourself. But the Hobbiton is special that they made it like a theme park so that like a tourist can go in and have a tour around. There's a tour guide who takes you around. That's that. cool. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's tour guided, but it's not necessarily packaged explicitly. Uh, is there any tourist spot right here and now that you would recommend for Hallyu tourists? Um, there is a place called Atium in Coex. Okay. And SM Entertainment has built this big uh, place where it has everything about K-pop and their celebrities. So they have a 3D movie theater. And also they have celebrity goods shop where tourists can come and shop. And also there is a studio where you can learn K-pop dancing and do some hair and makeups, all, all in that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hallyu Tourism is getting bigger all the time. Thanks for mm-hmm. coming in and talking tourism with us today, Jimin. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And Korea Escape is back right after this.